Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2470, Escaping the Insufferable Status Quo. and how to Treat Your Weekend Like a Vacation, both by Jay and Heather Harrington of lifeandwim.com. And I'm Justin Mollick reading articles to you every day to help you live a more meaningful and positive life. And I have two shorter posts this time. So with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Escaping the Insufferable Status Quo by Jay and Heather Harrington of lifeandwim.com. In the last decade, my wife Heather and I have made some significant changes in our lives. Nine years ago, I stopped practicing law. Eight years ago, we ditched our brick and mortar office and shifted to a virtual business model. Six years ago, we moved our family from a suburb of a large city to a small town in Northern Michigan. Each decision was excruciatingly hard to make. I conjured up all types of reasons not to make them. Fear is a powerful form of resistance. What if I can't support my family? What if we don't make any friends? What if we come to regret our decision? What if? But looking back, the fear I felt was totally unfounded and the change we wrought has been almost universally positive. The events of the last 12 months have served as a reinforcing exclamation point. When COVID-19 hit, we were already set up to work remotely from a location, Traverse City, Michigan, that has been a hotspot for pandemic relocation because of its low density and beautiful natural surroundings. There's no way we could have known how things would play out when we made our decisions. But we now know with certainty that our worst fears didn't materialize. Just the opposite, in fact. With the benefit of hindsight, it's also clear what caused me such trepidation in my decision-making. I was influenced by the tendency shared by most of us to prefer that things stay the way they are, despite the possibility of a brighter future. This is known as status quo bias, and it's a big impediment to positive change. It's tempting to avoid the discomfort of change, even if we're not satisfied with the status quo. Status quo bias is pervasive. It's what stops us from pursuing new job opportunities and keeps us in unfulfilling relationships, among other things. We perceive the fear of the unknown, no matter how unlikely the worst case scenario we imagine might be, as less tolerable than the insufferable status quo. According to Seneca the Younger, quote, we suffer more often in imagination than in reality, end quote. Fear causes discomfort, so we avoid it. And our brains, which seek to protect us from fear, amplify the potential negative ramifications of taking action and minimize its benefits. 
to overcome the fear and start taking action, grab a pen and a pad and write down what you're worried about, the potential benefits of taking action, and the consequences of inaction. It's only by getting what we fear out of our heads and down on paper and analyzing them rationally that we can do a proper cost-benefit analysis of the actions we intend and the change we seek. The alternative is to look back with regret. After all, it's well-documented that at the end of their lives, few people feel remorseful about the actions they took, even if they didn't turn out as intended. In most cases, they rue having never taken action in the first place. How to Treat Your Weekend Like a Vacation by Jay and Heather Harrington of lifeandwhim.com. Even though summer is coming to an end and school is back in session, it doesn't mean we have to stop indulging in our wanderlust. COVID and more rigid schedules may prevent us from taking far-flung flights and long, spontaneous road trips, but we can still find adventure close to home. It's not feasible for most, myself included, to take lots of uninterrupted blocks of time off for full-blown vacations these days. But one thing I've learned over the years is that it's possible to get some of the same benefits by approaching weekends with more of a vacation mindset. There's even research that supports this assertion. Researchers conducted a study with 400 participants in which they asked one group to treat a weekend as a vacation and the other to treat it like a regular weekend. The results were clear. Those who treated the weekend as if it was a vacation were significantly happier when Monday arrived than those that didn't. The researchers found that while the two groups of people engaged in different activities, the bigger impact came from a shift in mindset among the vacationers. They were more mindful of and attentive to the present moment throughout their weekend's activities. One of the best ways to take advantage of weekends is by planning micro-adventures. Author and world traveler Alistair Humphreys is a big proponent of micro-adventures, which he describes as, quote, something different, something exciting, but cheap, simple, short, and on your doorstep, end quote. Hiking a new trail, camping in the backyard, biking instead of driving, exploring a new neighborhood, a cookout on the beach. With a bit of forethought, these types of activities can be easily fit into a typical weekend and will pay happiness dividends all week long. And even if you don't have an entire weekend to devote to micro-adventures, you can still gain the benefits of a vacation mindset by carving out a bit of intentional time in which you slow down, take notice, and have fun. We have a weekend filled with soccer games, but we're still going to find some time to hit the beach to soak up what's left of summer. How about you? You just listened to the posts titled Escaping the Insufferable Status Quo and How to Treat Your Weekend Like a Vacation, both by Jay and Heather Harrington of lifeandwhim.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class, 
It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com old. Thank you to Jay and Heather. We were just talking about this yesterday. After the article, I was talking about how thinking about winning the lottery can make us envision what we'd do with the money. And one of the most common things we hear is, I'd quit my job and travel. Well, quitting your job is one thing and traveling is another. Traveling is most likely short-term. Most people don't want to constantly travel and lose that feeling of having a home base. It's a frequent complaint and downside, actually, of remote working and traveling all the time, or being a digital nomad, as they call it. And there's nothing wrong with that, of course, but lots of people do want that home base. So instead, could it be possible to pepper in those feelings of retirement and abundance into our day-to-day lives instead? Well, as Jay and Heather said, yes. Micro-adventures are a perfect step if you feel like you're waiting for something big like retirement or winning the lottery. Instead of waiting and waiting, we can do these little activities and get small doses consistently to help keep us fulfilled. After all, even with a million or a billion dollars, we'll likely still dream of something else. So see if you can work in some micro-adventures or whatever it is you crave into your weekend. Have a great rest of your day. I'll be back tomorrow for the Friday show, where your optimal life awaits.